what's going on everybody? This is Cisco. Hey, this is Jeremy. And welcome to the West Texas Files. This is episode number nine. That's right. Number nine. Happy hump day, everybody. And welcome back. And a uh, big shout out to all 1,000 downloads that we had. We got the notification last week sometime that we had over 1,000 downloads. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I think we're actually approaching 1,100. So well, I'm not even mad about that. Isn't that nice, man? It's quite nice. It seems like people are really enjoying the content. They really are. And on top of that, uh, we have a lot of follows on Facebook. A thousand a week. I'm lying. It's about a hundred, but still, <laughs> it feels like a thousand. It'd be nice if it was a thousand. I was say we, yeah, we, uh, we're approaching. We're actually nearing two thousand Facebook likes, uh, so that's good. And we're we're interacting with people more, but we still want stories. Now, I had a cousin of mine reach out, and she has a story, and I apologize, I haven't had a chance to reach out to you. Wow, get to you, dropping the uh, ball. Man, mm-hmm. I've been busy, but. Um, we will get to you, and we want more stories from all of you out there because, as you know, based off of our last episode, we do have the capability to actually bring guests in the studio, or like we said, you don't have to come in the studio. We can actually uh, get you on Zoom and record the show with you mm-hmm. on Zoom, and we can hear all about your stories. So we are anxious to hear from you. We want to get your story out there. We want everybody to interact with us. We're still wanting feedback. Um, we still have a 5.0 rating on, on the Apple podcast, so that's awesome. So according to the people that are rating us, they really, really like the content. So we really appreciate that. So anything else you want to throw our way or any suggestions, hey, we're all for it. I uh, wanted to plant a little seed. We talked about this a little bit on the podcast we were actually interviewed on last week, is that we're planning a big Halloween show. I know that I'm going to talk about probably the scariest experience that I've ever had. And I think it'll freak a lot of you out. So Definitely looking forward to that. And uh, again, a big thank you to Rattlesnake Roy and his amazing podcast. Uh, we had a blast there. Yeah, uh, and don't forget, folks, if you want to submit your story, like Jeremy was saying, we do have a way for you to get in contact with us on Messenger, also on Instagram, and through our email, which is westtexasfiles2021 at gmail.com. We definitely want to hear from you and uh, get your story out there. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that have tuned in, you know, over a thousand downloads. So obviously... People are into it because either A, this is their thing, or B, they've had an experience of their own. Don't be scared. It's all right. You know, <laughs> we, we record it for you, and we want you to interact, and we just want you to uh, tell us your story. Um, a lot of the times, there's situations maybe might uh, sway you from talking about it because maybe you think, well, you know what? It'll come back. But <laughs> It'll uh, <laughs> come back, or people might think I'm nuts. Yeah, or, yeah no, I mean, with, with everything that's out there these days, I mean, look. There's like the Travel Channel. It's got an entire mm-hmm. paranormal uh, genre, if you will. Something is definitely out there. Yep. There, there wouldn't be all of this content out there. There wouldn't be all of these documented experiences out there. And as far as us and other people that we know, wouldn't have had situations happen to them. So there's definitely something unexplained out there. So you're not alone. Don't be bashful. Don't be scared. Let's talk about it. Hey, that's right. And uh, we'd be more than happy to get you on. And a big shout out to our guest last week, which was Chris Ramirez. That was a pretty cool story there, man, with that gentleman right there. And hopefully, uh, you know, we hope to get him back uh, at a later date. Mm-hmm. We'll see what else is happening with that guy. But uh, oh, sure. shout out to our first guest. You mentioned that we're also going to be doing a, another contest very, very soon. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. I think we'll do some kind of a, you know, if you, if you submit a story or if you're willing to come on the show and talk about uh, something that happened to you, then uh, we'll put you in a contest for something really cool. And we'll cool. do a price pack, I think, because we have some really cool gear, man. We got Our shirts are awesome. Uh-huh. We've got the tumblers, uh, the koozies, which I really like. Every time somebody comes over here, they'll come in and they're like, can I take a koozie? I was like, nah. You just, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm all stingy now. Nah. $5 right there, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, they're just awesome quality, man. I, I love these uh, koozies. They're just great. Maybe we'll put a price back together for you folks. But, uh, man, it's just it's been really cool. You know, this is our ninth episode. Uh, what kind of started off just as a conversation that we always have. And here we are, nine episodes in. And uh, it's been it's been so much fun, man. We're still learning and yeah. and going. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's talk about some scurry. For sure, man. And uh, I guess going back to uh, Rattlesnake Roy, we were on at the snake pit with him. And uh, that was a pretty cool um, interview that we'd have with that gentleman right there and uh, his sidekick. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. And really, I, I, I know the story that I told was really something that I was going to talk about here. But we just, I don't know what happened. I was like, put it off. But uh, in, in fact, uh, we had actually recorded the entire podcast. Yeah. And, and Cisco was like, I'm not feeling it. It's just something about it. Let's 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 yeah. scrape it. And I'm like, oh, dude, we just because recorded it's... the whole show. And he was like, no, nah, there's just something about it. I'm not feeling it right now. And, you know, if you're not feeling it at that moment, whatever it is, the story's not going to be conveyed like it should be. Yeah. Cisco's right. So we scrapped it. We talked about it a few days later on, on the Rattlesnake Roy podcast. And uh, what are you going to do? You want to talk about it now? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. And do it, it was kind of crazy, you know, talking to, the, to them. Like, there was a part of the story or one of the incidents that happened to me at the house that I had kind of blocked out, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you guys haven't had a chance to check out that podcast uh, with Rattlesnake Roy, you know, we went into uh, the whole conversation about um, the stuff that I was going through at my house. Um, it was a start at home, me and my daughter. I would say this was probably back in 2009 or so. And um, moved into a start at home, like I mentioned. It was just a two-bedroom, uh, one-car garage house and um, nice little neighborhood. And... We moved in, got everything settled in or whatnot, and I remember some, I guess what started it all off was was the lights. I had, uh, when you move into a house, you know, you want to do all the fixtures and everything, and we had gone and go get those, uh, I keep forgetting what they're called. What were those lights, those uh, swirly lights? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the energy efficient, yes, green whatever they are, the ones that last like 20 or 30 years or whatever. Yeah, and so I noticed that. They started burning out like one by one, which is kind of strange, right? Because it was like, all right, well, the outside one burned out, the one in the kitchen and the restroom, and it just kind of alternated like that. I just kept switching them out, and I was like, that's kind of strange. And they're supposed to last forever. Yeah, so I was like, man, okay, well, then there is a short or something wrong with uh, with the wiring in the house. Right. And so I have a cousin who's an electrician, and I was like, hey, can you come check it out? He's like, yeah, let me go see uh, what's going on. He came over. He's like, man, there's – he goes, the wiring's good. Like, they just redid it, right? I was like – I guess. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's like, no, but there's nothing wrong with it. I was like, okay, that was kind of that was kind of strange. So anyway, that's kind of what I say started the whole situation. So you know, there was things here and there. Um, you know, I would leave my dogs in the washroom and I would close the door because I had Boston Terriers, and uh, you know, they tear up things. And um, I would come home from work sometimes, and the door would be open, and my dogs would be out, and then I'd be out pissed off. I'm like, dude, did I forget to lock the door? So I started locking the door, mm-hmm. and um, this would happen frequently. So then, you know, sometimes it wouldn't happen. And then other days I'd get home and they would be out there. I was like, dude, I know I specifically locked this door. And uh, so I think that happened like two or three times. And then I just said I was going to put a chair to block it. Right? Yeah, I'm like put underneath the, the door now. Yeah. So, you know, I'm over here thinking that my dogs are jumping the door and like opening it. But I'm like, they're Boston Terriers, bro. There's absolutely no way. So then. And you couldn't tell if they were scared because they already looked scared because their eyeballs are popped out. Uh, whatever. For. <laughs> but I will tell you, like. When we'd go to bed, they'd like be growling or just, I don't know, wake me up in the middle of the night, you know, oh, growling yeah. at stuff. And I'm like, oh, I am not good. Yeah. So, um, you know, that would happen and I would just brush things off. And then I remember I went to Vegas, you know, I went to Las Vegas. 
uh, came back on a Saturday afternoon and I was like, man, I'm going to take a little nap because my family was going to have a barbecue and it was a weekend before school started. So, um, you know, I was like, all right, cool. I get one more day before my kid gets back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sitting there on my couch and I wake up, well, I take a nap. And then I wake up and then every single light in my house is on. Everything from inside the garage to outside lots, every single light in the house is on. I'm like, what the hell? How how are all of my lights on right now? And and you're saying your lights are on and we're talking switches up on. Yes, everything's on. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. So I got to Lubbock at about 2 o'clock. So I'm like, there's not going to be... A reason for me to turn on every single light in the house there's just no reason for it you know right, right. so didn't make any sense i get up and i see all the lights i'm like what the hell like the lights are on because like you know you guys know that i like to nap so that's my yeah. thing i like and so i had like those blackout curtains so my living room was really dark and um, i wake up and the lights on in the living room and like everything the hallway lot i mean everything is just on so i get up and I'm like that's kind of weird or whatever i was like all right so something's going on here and um so that kind of happened, and I'm just laying there on the couch, and I remember, you know, I was going to head over to uh, my sister's, I believe, and then I'm just sitting there on the couch watching TV and texting back and forth, and I just hear the clicking sound. It's like, like, over and over, and I'm like, what the hell is that? So I'm thinking it's a TV at first, right? But then I see um, the reflection of, from my room. The light on the wall is going on and off. But the thing with that is, you know, I, I have a fan going like 24-7. So really at the light switch, um, it's not, the fan is going. You have to go and turn on the light and pull down the string on the fan. So when you say you're, you're seeing this reflection, uh, how do you mean? Well, if like like on the on the, like wall. On the floor or the wall? No, on the wall. You're, you're seeing, seeing the, the light. Reflect, you're the seeing light. the light turning on and yes. off. So we, you know that that's what it is at that point. You're like, oh. Yeah, it's the light because I had come in. I already turned off all the lights. Right, right? all the lights were like all the lights were on, and obviously the light in my room, like it was off because the fan is just going. Right, right, right. So that was the only oh that was the only light that wasn't on, and I'm like, what the hell? So I remember I recorded it right, and I sent it to my siblings, and everyone's like, dude, you need to get the hell out of there. That's crazy, man. And so I was like, <laughs> that was kind of funny at the time because I'm like, oh, hell no. So you're going to be messing with my LP now, so you better pay this damn bill. I remember just talking stupid, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, so I went to my room to go see what it was. But again, the light switch was up. Uh, in order for you to turn on the light, you had to pull down the, the string on the ceiling fan. So the light had been turned on on the ceiling fan, and then the light switch was flickering on and off. Yeah, because you could hear the switch. Man. It was crazy, man. So that kind of what started that whole thing at that house. I mean, when I tell you, like, it just, it got crazy. It got really, really crazy. And, you know, talking last time with uh, Rattlesnake Roy, it just kind of brought back, like, so many incidents at this particular house. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything was going on. And I had family and friends that would come over. And they would experience stuff. I would never say anything. And I'll give you an example. My my little brother and my sister-in-law always, always stayed at my house. Always. Mm-hmm. They, like, just randomly come over. Hey, will you cook? And we'll stay. I'm like, yeah, for sure. And um, I have my two dogs and my niece is only two years old. And, like, me, I don't like people messing with my dogs. I'm like, you know, my dogs are, like, eh, just, they're antisocial sometimes. You know, they just <laughs> want to be left alone. Yeah. And I don't like people messing with my dogs. So I'm like, all right, cool. They would come and stay. And then I would take my dogs with me to my room. Well, I remember I was going to bed, you know, my brother and uh, my sister-in-law would uh, lay in the living room on a inflatable mattress and my brother would just sit there or whatever. Uh, they would set that whole thing up. And then I remember 
Like I just hear like a banging on my door. My brother's like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm like, what? <laughs> what, what the hell's going on? He said that he was on, on the couch, you know, kind of laying down on a small couch and he was watching TV. My sister-in-law and the baby were, were already laying down on the, on the mattress. And he said that um, he heard my dogs and he, one of them sneezed and he felt it on his neck. But my dogs were in the room with me. Oh, dang. So right then and there, my brother and my sister-in-law said, we're never going to stay here again. Wow. Never gonna stay here again. So that kind of happened. And I was just like, okay, you know, whatever. The people are noticing this stuff, you know, and it's just it's going on. And it, it's man, it happened for at least a year where everything is just going on. It's just it's just insane. And so we got to the point to where it was affecting my daughter, um, and my parents ended up taking my daughter to go live with them in their house because it was messing with her. My daughter was seeing this massive dude, like um, a giant, to her, and a little boy. And then I remember she woke up. One day, it was a Saturday afternoon, we were just there hanging out, and she decided to take a nap, and it's broad daylight, and she, like, is screaming at the top of her lungs. I'm like, what is going on? I take off with her, and what's wrong? And she said, "There's there was a face in my closet staring at me. Oh. And so, I was like, man, it just got bad, man, to the point to where I just was like, I, I don't even know if I can stay here anymore. So, talking to my friends about it, I felt that um, it wasn't believable, because as I'm telling these stories... They're just looking at me. I'm like, I can't expect you to believe me, but you have to come and check it out for yourself. I mean, really, that's how I, I presented it. And, you know, I had a couple of other friends that would go and, you know, we'd, we'd drink my house for a little bit. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to the uh, podcast that, you know, with Rattlesnake Roy, I mentioned one incident where we were sitting there drinking and we just all crashed out on the couches. And um, a friend of mine just wakes me up like, hey. And I'm like, huh, did you just walk to the kitchen? I'm like, no, you just woke me up. And pretty much my friend saw a shadow come from the couch that I was on and walk to the kitchen, open up a cabinet and close it. Dang. So they woke up. They're like, oh, no, nah, dude, we're not doing this with you. We're not doing this with you. Like, we're out of here. I was like four o'clock in the morning, four or five o'clock in the morning. I remember that I was like, okay, cool. See y'all later, whatever. And I got to just, I guess I just got accustomed to it, to be quite honest, because mm-hmm. um, I didn't want to recognize it as something. Because if you acknowledge it as something, then it'll get in your head and you'll start thinking you hear things or thinking you're seeing things. And that was just my take on it, you know? And so when my family started experiencing certain situations, um, they were like, you know what? You need to get these paranormal people to come and check out your house and see what's happening. So there I was Googling to see if anybody had ever died at this house. And uh, no, no one had ever died there. Hmm. So I, I didn't know like why stuff was just going crazy. Like in this particular house, I remember one, one night and I go back to the beginning, you know, um, when my daughter got back from, from summer break with her mom and we were about to start school. And I remember that day we're heading to school and she's just super quiet. And I'm just like wondering what's wrong with her. I'm like, Hey, are you hungry? Like what's going on? Uh, no, no, just quiet. And, um, I'm like, all right. So then I'm like, Brianna, what is wrong with you? You get into your dad mode. Like what, what the hell's your problem? Yeah. What is wrong with you? And so then she starts crying out of nowhere and I'm like, what's wrong with you? You know, why are you crying? Like what happened? Like did something happen when you're over? Like, you know, you start thinking all these crazy thoughts Mm -hmm. And she was like, no, daddy, you scared me. I'm like, well, what do you mean I scared you? And she said, well, I needed to go potty. She's like, and I, I was about to get up. She goes, and you were snoring really loud like you always do. She said, but then your snoring changed to breathing really weird. She's like, I couldn't explain it. You just sounded weird. And then I heard you get up off your bed and your bones popped. And I'm thinking, okay, well, when you get up, you know, as we get older, our knees will pop. But mm-hmm. she's like, 
no, daddy, all of your bones popped. And at this point in time, she's like crying, you know, and I'm like, what do you mean all of my bones pop, Brianna? And she goes, yes, dad. She goes, I heard all of your bones in your body pop. And she goes, I heard you walking towards the door. She goes, I could just, I heard you. She goes, and I just turned around and faced the wall. She said, and I was praying, hoping that you wouldn't come into my room. She goes, and then our alarms went off. And then you're like, nothing. You're like, okay, Brianna, get up. And she said, I don't know. That, that was really scary. So I was like, okay. So that kind of made me feel a little nervous. So do you think it was, uh, I mean, I wouldn't think it was you. Obviously, I think it was something that was mimicking you, but. I mean, you don't think it was you, right? Sleepwalking or man? I, no, I, I've never, I've never sleptwalked before. Yeah, ever. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would think it was something that was mimicking you, uh, that knew she was up, like trying to mess with her. Man, I just don't know. And so it, it continued on. You know, I would, I would get home from work and. I would have to take a nap. I would just have to take a nap because, you know, like you already know what it's like to work with numbers and to be stressed about that. Mentally exhausted. Yeah. And that's a different kind of tired. And I remember I'd get home and I was like, all right, Brianna, let me just take a one hour nap or 30 minutes and we'll get up. We'll go get dinner. You know, we'll do what we got to do. And I remember I'd, I fell asleep on the couch and Brianna would just be doing her homework. I said, just do your homework whenever you're done. Wake me up or whatever. And she's just like screams at the top of her lungs. And I'm like, what wakes me up? She's over there just like clenching me like hanging on so tight to me. I'm like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. She goes, that man is in the hallway. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, I'm just freaking out because it's like, all right, so I go and look and there's nothing. There's nothing. And so that happened. And then shortly after that, I remember I had a meeting downtown and uh, a friend of mine, her daughter and my daughter were best friends. And, you know, we grew up together. And um, I said, hey, I have to be there at 730. You know, can you pick up my kid? And you know, she's like, no, for sure. So I'm like waiting. I was like, I got to leave by seven so I can be there early. Okay. Well, my friend was still on their way and I was like, I got to go. You can't be late to these board meetings and not, you already know how that goes. Yep. And so I told Brianne, I was like, look, just stay right here with the door open with your backpack on. And as soon as you see the lights, just take off, you know, or if you want to stand right here, whatever you want to do. I said, I can leave the garage door open. You can stand right here in the garage with a chair. She's like, no, I just sit right here. So literally as I leave, my friend is like, hey, I'm about to pull up. I'm not even gone three minutes. And I'm like, okay, Brianna's calling me on the other line. So then I switch over and she's like crying. She's like, daddy, there's a little boy in here. There's a little boy in here. And I'm like, what do you mean there's a little boy? She goes, there's a little boy. And he's sitting, he's like, when you walk into my house, um, you can see directly into her room. It'll, you know, you go, it'll go, it'll be the door to her room all the way down. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's a recliner here on this wall. And then my sofas are on this side of the, on the left side of, of the room. So she's the little boy was sitting on the recliner, just staring at her. And so she's like crying and I'm like, Brianna, just come down and just then like, you know, my friend pulled up and she took off. And so, um, you might, you might want to ask, um, you know, our friend about it, but Brianna was like really freaked out. So at this point in time, I'm like, all right, cool. It's messing with my kid. I got to do something about this. I, I don't know what else to do. My mom's like, you need to get it blessed. You need to get it blessed. I'm like, no, just leave it alone. Like, don't, don't bother it. Just yeah. leave it as it is. Because if I acknowledge it anyway, then it's going to continue to mess with me. That's what I, that was my mentality about it, right? Right. So my dad's like, no, she's not staying there. She's going to come stay with us until you can get this whole situation. I'm like, what do you want me to sell your house? Do away with it. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do that. So I remember Brianna had gone to go stay with my parents, right? She was living there and still stuff is going on with me. I remember one night I went to bed. My dogs always go with me. 
and just like randomly they'll start growling. I had just really laid down, literally just laid down. I was I was tired. I had laundry to do. I didn't want to do the laundry. You know how you procrastinate towards the end of the week and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'll just do it tomorrow. That was me. I'll just do it tomorrow. So my laundry was piled up on the left side of the room, which was by the closet door. And, uh, you know, I had a pretty good sized window in in my room. So the moon was out. It was dark, but you can see the reflection uh, inside your room. So I'm laying down and I just close my eyes. I turn to the right to sleep on my side, you know, and my dogs are there. Well, then my dogs like immediately jump up and they start growling. Uh, I'm like, what's going on? Well, I hear paper like moving around, like just like, like if you have paper and you're just shuffling through it you know like okay let me look through it i'm like that's just weird like what the hell could that be like it's just crinkling paper so i'm looking like if they're looking through a booklet or something no just like if you have a stack of papers and you have them uh-huh um and you, you just see the crinkling of the paper like I, I don't, maybe you're as you're going through it like just like well let me go through this page this page like this okay. that's how i hear it okay and i'm like all right well my fan is on right so i'm like thinking okay well i have a tall chest over here so I'll, maybe there's papers on there and it's just i didn't want to turn around Mm-hmm. You know, I just didn't want to turn around uh, because I felt something and my dogs are going off, right? And I'm just like, all right, it's nothing. I'm just going to keep my back turned to it and just ignore it and go to sleep like I typically would. So um, baby puppy like jumps up and I'm like, oh, hell. So I turn around, right? And in the corner where the hamper is with the clothes, like there's the closet closer to that corner, you can see a shadow. It's like a big shadow. And it's just standing there. I can see the doorknob, but because the moon is coming in, it's just a black shadow, right? So I'm like, at this point in time, like, I had already had an experience before, too, where when I was living at my parents' house, to where somebody just walked in while I was holding my kid on the recliner. Mm-hmm. It just went right under the the light fixture, right? And it, it was a full apparition. And I got up. So anyway, it, it brought back that memory. So I just immediately got up and I was like, started cussing at it. Uh, they're saying you're supposed to cuss at it to make it go away or whatever. So then it just went away. That's creepy. Yeah, man, that kind of freaked me out. So then I would I would wake up and get ready for work and stuff would be misplaced or, you know, the chairs would be moved out or the cabinet would be open or the, the doors in the restroom would be open, just random stuff like that. And I would just kind of push everything to the back burner. And then I remember one day I got out of the shower when I was getting ready for work. I got my shirt and I noticed that my arm, there was like a scratch, but the scratch was like all the way here. On your forearm. On my forearm. And so when you scratch, like I tried to explain this last time, when you get scratched, I mean, the the skin well, rises. It welts up. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it was so weird because the scratches were like, it was like indentations on in my forearm. Like, am I tripping? Like just, inside out. Yes. And so I remember I would tell uh, my boys at the bank, I'm like, hey, man, this is what happened today or whatever. They're like, this is just crazy. And so I remember I, I showed my homeboy Mike. I'm like, bro, like, is this, like, do you see this? And he's like, did you scratch yourself? I was like, look at it. And so he's like, dude, that's just, that's on the inside. And so I had it on my back too, right? And I told him, and he's like, dude, you, you got to do something about that. This is just, that's just insane. I was like, if you guys want to come and check it out, like, come and check it out. Like, see if you have any type of experience, <laughs> you know? And and people were like, nah, we're just going to stay away from that. We're just going to stay away from that. You know, my sister, the same thing. Uh, she didn't like coming to my house because of the everything that was going on there. You know, one day she was like, hey, can Alyssa have a birthday party here? I'm like, yeah, for sure. I have a little sleepover. And I'm like, that's fine. I'll go stay at mom and dad's. And uh, my sister's like, all right, great. I'm going to go get... Uh, all this stuff. She shows up at my house. I was like, you know what? I have to go to the station right quick, which is right down the street from my house. 
And um, I go take care of that. Literally 15 minutes, I come back and my sister's sitting in her car and she just like freaked out. And she was like, somebody was watching me in your house. Somebody was watching me in the house. She was, I heard somebody sneeze and the chair moved. She was like, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm never going to go into your house by myself ever. What the hell? Yeah, man. So this house, I really don't know like what could have caused it or there was something. I went to go look in the attic to see if I could find anything that was not mine. That it could have been tied to. Yeah. You just, you never know. Like I've said various times before, the house that I've experienced the most activity in in my life was a house that I had built brand new. Nobody had ever lived there. And you just never know why this entity or whatever it is is in the home. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy to think that, that uh, in, in my situation, it was a brand new home. Mm-hmm. In your situation, you researched it. Nobody had died there yeah. that you knew of at least. Well, I even asked uh, the neighbor that had been there for like 20 years. And I was like, hey, she's like, no, it was, a, you know, uh, an older lady. But I guess her son had gone to jail. And uh-huh. so they moved him to another state. So she, that's when she sold her house and she moved away. So I was like, okay. And she's like, she was there since the beginning. And so I was like, okay. And I was like, well, I didn't think anything of it, you know. Mm-hmm. But you just wonder, like, what could have gone on here, maybe outside? I, I, did, I, I couldn't figure it out, you know. And I guess when all this stuff started happening and everybody started noticing and experiencing their own things that really just right there that, that I needed to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And either I'm like going to face it or I'm going to just leave. And so I decided to leave um, just because I didn't want to acknowledge it. And then also just to be done with it because my kid wasn't living with me, you know, and that's like the worst thing. I'm like, you know, my kid lives here. Like, why is she living with my parents when she can just be staying here? And my parents were like adamant, you need to get a priest here. You need to bless the house. I'm like, no, I'm just not going to do that. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to do that because you're, it might awaken something that is worse than what's going on right now. Yeah. You thought, you thought by having uh, the religion thrown at it, that it was going to invoke more. Yes. Cause it can, you know, we've heard of situations where, where priests go in and then it's calm for like a week and then it hits double, you know, it really messes with people afterwards really bad. Yeah, and I just, I wanted to avoid that situation, man, the best as I could uh, without getting anything involved, without irritating it. And like I said, you know, throughout my life, I have experienced, you know, paranormal stuff, but this was just like excess, man. It was, it was insane. Like it wasn't real. Like this was actually happening to me. And you know, I thought for a minute, I was like, man, what's wrong with me? Like, it's got to be something with me. Like, am I just tripping? But again, my family members, I had friends, people, my kid just experiencing stuff. So I know that it wasn't something that I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to make this up. You know? Yeah, it, no, it, it, was, it wasn't a figment of your imagination, especially when others that were in your house were having their own experiences. So at that point, you know, it acknowledges that it's true. And at that point, it acknowledges that something was in that house, uh, not necessarily directing its energy at you, um, just at everybody that was in there. Yeah, man. So, I mean, it wanted to be noticed. That's the only way I can say it. It's because if if that were the case, then all these people wouldn't have had their own experience there. That's right. And that's how it happens. That's how it happened. Uh, We've had the conversations. That's how it happened at my house. Yeah slowly things started happening and I was like, it wanted me to know that it was there. And I guess when we didn't acknowledge it, then it went full blown. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to show you yeah. that I'm here. 
And that's, like I said, once the, the scratches and all that stuff, that kind of, that freaked me out. Aside from being picked up by the shadow people, my very first paranormal experience, mm-hmm. to being like, I mean, I was hurt by yeah by something physically. It actually physically did something to you yes. that, that left marks behind. And so after that, I kind of just, you know, like, man, that's when I took it serious. I ain't going to lie. I took it serious and I was freaked out for a while. I was freaked out for a while. Man, I don't blame you. And people ask all the time, I, when when people hear our stories, I know for both of us, people are always like, how did you sleep in there? And the truth of it is, is that you're freaked out for a few days. And whenever there's tons of activity have it, happening to you, you get used to it. Yeah. You, you just, you're like, what am I going to do? Brush it off. I go, <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, this is my house. Like, I'm, I go to the living room. It's going to mess with me. Yeah. I go to my room. If, if it's going to mess with me. You just learn to deal with it. And I've said it before. There were times, like I remember this thick, jagged shadow on my ceiling that was covering probably 90% of it. When I was trying to go to bed, and it was purposely doing it, I was looking at my two windows in that room thinking to myself, nothing could be projecting that shadow. Yeah. And what am I going to do? Sit there all night, look at the shadow? I was like, I'm just going to bed. You just, get, you, you, just, you just get used <laughs> to it, but you could feel the energy. You could feel the heaviness and you just tell yourself like, I've got to go to sleep and, and you get used to it. Yeah. You get used to it. And every once in a while, something will wake you up out of your sleep or something will happen right before bed and it'll freak you out. And 15 minutes later, you're like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. Like, Cause you, <laughs> you just get used to it. I'll tell you one quick story. I remember one night I had just, I was doing the Sunday show at the, at the radio station. You know, I'd work from six to 10 and uh, this was during the summertime. My friends had invited me to go drink. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to chill at the house. Literally sat down. I was, I was eating a sandwich on the recliner. I was like, man, this is, you know, whenever you make a sandwich and it's just so good. <laughs> you man, think you should open yeah, a Subway franchise? Fresh bread and, and Lay's. <laughs> it was just so good, man. I was sitting there just going, man, I was going to town on that sandwich. And then I'm watching TV. I was watching Anchorman. And so I'm sitting there eating my sandwich. And then, boom, the restroom door just slams and shakes all of my house, dude. <laughs> I like I started calling people like hey what are you doing and I, I called my friend Ronnie that night and I'm like hey what are you doing and she was like nothing I was like okay cool hey um, you want to go somewhere and she was like no what's wrong I was like um, my restroom door just slammed and nobody's here but me <laughs> so I kind of just left it at that but man so many crazy experiences in the house and you know I was just happy whenever I left there because man that was probably the the craziest time of my life at that house. It sounds like it from these stories. I mean, that was quite a bit. Not not just you, but your daughter. Yeah. I mean, man, that was yeah. that was the time period right there. Yeah, and I guess again, like with her, like seeing those people, and then even like her her door closing and stuff like that. That would wake her up, and she'd freak out. You know, she would jump in my bed and be like, "Dad, it's in my room." Like, okay, bro, go to sleep. I gotta go to work in the morning. We'll deal with it later. <laughs> and and I'm curious about the boy. You know, I'm curious about that boy she saw because was it truly a boy or was it? I've I've seen plenty of paranormal, uh, like real paranormal experiences and document uh documentaries where they think oh it's it's the ghost of a child and the family's very welcoming like you know it's not going to harm anybody and and then it turns out that it's like a demon or something you know dangerous that's that's manifesting making making that family think oh it's a it's a helpless boy 
Yeah. Um, so it makes me wonder, like, was it really a boy? Was it something that was manifesting itself as a boy because it was trying to get your daughter back in there? I guess. You know, you never know. And and like you said, you researched it. Nobody died in that house. But who's to say what the previous owners brought back with them? True. Uh, a neighbor that the land is to, I mean, you just never know. Uh, my grandmother used to always tell me that when you live a certain way, you invite certain things in. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that whenever I had tons of paranormal experiences going on in my life, I wasn't exactly living the way that I should have. Yeah, um, right. I was doing a lot of things that I shouldn't and probably a lot of things that my grandmother wouldn't be proud of. <laughs> um, and, and I really wasn't living right. And I don't know if that's a coincidence or not, but there were there was definitely some things that were attached to me. I would think, yeah. Um, and and one day they were gone, um, but maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe it's know, not man. necessarily that something happened in the house, or not necessarily that that you have something that they're attached to. But like you said, maybe if you're not living a certain way, they can you invite them in. Maybe I don't know. I, my thing was I just didn't want my daughter to go through what I went through as a kid, and not really having anyone to relate to that, you know, and I figured, okay, it's because of me that she's seen this. It's because of me that she's dealing with this. And that's not cool with me, man, you know? Yeah. So that's really the reason why I thought that, you know what, the best thing for me to do is just to leave um, without bothering it, yeah. without bringing some preacher man in here to, to wake it up even more or to affect my daughter even more or me. And I just kind of just, you know, once I left and I, I was done with it. And so was it effective or because I know some some situations happen after that. Do you think they're tied? Man, you know what? Now that I think about it, yes. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like me leaving the apartment, going to my house. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely, man. One day I, I would I would like to go back to this house. I, to this day, man, I don't even pass down that street. I don't. Dang. I don't because I it's still trauma, think of man. everything it's that traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, that that's pretty much it with that with that one, man. And uh, hopefully, you guys are enjoying our content again. You know, that's a hell of a story. <laughs> we got we got a lot more, and, and we're just kind of just tapping the surface. Scratching the surface, yeah. <laughs> and, and and speaking of of a, a house that 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 you don't want to go back to, uh, I want to mention that uh, one of my good buddies that I've known since I was little uh, owns some properties, and he reached out to me about. Uh, one of his properties, it's it, a lot of people have experienced a lot of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've got an invitation from him on some stuff. Uh, so y'all be tuning in for that because uh, we're, we're going to, this is the first invitation we've had to actually go and be in one of these houses where it's, it's happened. Uh, and I say it, uh, paranormal situations have happened to many people in that home. Mm -hmm. And uh, my good buddy is actually like, uh, I'll give you all the keys. I, I probably won't stay with y'all, uh, but you can do what you want in there. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, like I'm I'm down for actually recording an episode in there, or I'm down for us going with our cameras and trying to figure some stuff out. But y'all be looking for that. Th those are the types of things that that uh, we really appreciate y'all reaching out to us about because yeah, that those are the types of things that we want to do and expand our podcast and really get y'all some great content. Not not just with our stories from the past up to now, but Capturing some stuff as we go. Yeah. That, that's going to be really cool. And if you guys have anything archived, 
you know, whether it's pictures or video, send them to us. And of course, we'll definitely give you 100% credit, uh, but just something for us to to share your story. Oh, speaking of that, my little brother and, and his friend Dylan have some stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. He, my little brother is actually looking for the videos. Oh, no he way. He said my mom has them somewhere. Dude, so that'd be as soon so as cool, we man. get those, those will be on our YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, so make sure you subscribe because as soon as I get those, and, and I'm going to actually try to get my little brother on the show because apparently uh, when he was in high school, I think, they had a lot of experiences, so that'll be cool. Let's do it, man. Oh, yeah. All right, but uh, stay tuned because next week we've got uh, some really cool stuff for you. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have some good content for y'all, so make sure that you're tuning in. And uh, we appreciate y'all for joining us once again. Hopefully, uh, we scared the heck out of y'all and y'all have some trouble sleeping. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> you guys have a good one. Thanks, everybody. See y'all next time.